Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Take that bullshit, yeah. bullshit. Welcome back to that stupid fantasy football show. I am Tim here today with Adam. What's up, Adam? Hello. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, I was in my, I only have three leagues. I'm not like you. I'm not a psycho, Um, but I was two and one. The the two leagues that I won in are the ones I care about. There's one's a money league and one's our league. So, okay. Um, The other one is just like a non-money fun league, but I've already run that league once. So it's like not important for me to win it that much. So if I lose in that one, I'm not as heartbroken. Okay. You know, you can have an order there, but I wouldn't I wouldn't have that defeatist attitude. It sounds like eh, you don't really care either way. Oh, I care. Like I would like to win. Like because you yeah. do, the, that league, you get a championship belt. Mm. You get a championship belt, which was pretty cool to have. But the bad thing is the next year you have to send it to the next winner mm-hmm. and everyone else lives around the same area. I'm the only one that lives out of state. Mm-hmm. I think me and like one or two other people live out of state. So I have to pay for the shipping. So I'm almost like, like if I win, I just have to keep winning, which is hard. Otherwise, I'm going to have to pay to ship this back to Illinois. <laughs> well, how much is it to ship? I don't know. 20 bucks. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's the, the cost, hassle. I guess it's the cost of winning. <laughs> yeah, it's more like probably annoying. Like it uh, is. It's, you got to walk a- it down to the post office or whatever. Yeah, you have to get one of those boxes and then you have to package <laughs> it up and then you got to, you know, you have to, you know, get the, whoever's address it is. It's just, it's a nightmare. It's a big, um, it's a big, but it was shit. fun having the belt for like a year. It was fun. Yeah. I did a did photo you shoot. wear it? Oh yeah. I, I did a photo shoot <laughs> and sent it to everybody in the league. Good, good. Yeah, they were very jealous. <laughs> we should do rings, like real, real uh, championship rings yeah. for our league. Yeah. <laughs> that's on you uh well uh how did we <laughs> how did uh week one treat you uh good good I, i'm yeah. very very excited about this jalen hurts devonta smith combination yeah hurts um, played great didn't he yeah uh mccaffrey which, you know looks like he was in fine form mm-hmm. um yeah i mean Everybody like Jonathan Taylor look like he looks like he's going to have a good season. Um, 
Yeah, he caught a lot of passes, didn't he? Would he catch six passes? Yeah. Uh, Jonathan Taylor. Six for 60. uh, Yeah, he caught six for 60. Uh, Yards per carry weren't as good. Um, I think, you know, teams are going to, you know, really try to stack the box on him, but it's encouraging to see he got six for 60. Yeah. um, Which is pretty great. Um, Carson Wentz seems to be a, a little bit of a dump down kind of quarterback uh, because Naheem Hines caught some passes too. Sure. Got two, two guys who can catch balls uh, out of the backfield. He got six passes as well for 48 yards yeah, um, and got nine carries for 34. So he's involved there, but it's yeah. not, it's not a detriment to Taylor. No, no. I think it's more instead of being like the one B like he's definitely the second, like, you know, second running back or the third down running back, kind of like, jd mckissick to um uh, antonio antonio gibson yeah and uh we're recording this on friday and uh jd mckissick actually had a had a really good uh week two yeah uh, last Uh, night encouraging because i have him on my bench um Mm -hmm. he got a rushing touchdown and then he went five for 83 after not catching a ball in week one yeah Um, which was weird and i don't know if I don't know if that's because the Chargers defense played well. I don't know if that's because Fitz, uh, Fitzmagic got hurt and then they had a new quarterback come in. There was no consistency. I don't know, but. Um, I think it's because they were in the two minute drill in the Washington game when uh, McKissick was out there and Gibson wasn't anywhere near the, uh, the field oh, at that point. Yeah. Yeah. But the other game, I mean, the game they lost was very close too. I just think they never got into any sort of, you know, rhythm because they had to switch quarterbacks, you know, in what the second quarter. Um, Yeah. Pretty early on. Encouraging to see McKissick do so well. Um, It was good. I mean, I'm like, I'm really rooting for my bench right now because I like to, (laughs) I well, no, because like, I feel like in years past, I haven't had like very deep teams, Yeah, but I feel like the team I had this year could be very deep. Um, Melvin Gordon had a really good game. Yeah, he did. Um, he did. But that was based on a 70-yard run. We'll see. If, if he has another good game this week, then maybe I'm going to start shopping him. Yeah, that would be um, a good move if you can get yeah, something for a, yeah. a and then like that. Devontae Parker looked pretty good. Uh, Will Fuller's not back again this week, so who, don't, who knows what's up for him. And I'm excited about Latavius Murray. I think he could potentially be the guy there in Baltimore. Um and I'm, I'm intrigued uh, for somebody I didn't spend any waiver dollars on and got before the season started. I, I'm, I'm hopeful that he could be somebody of value and make trading somebody like Melvin Gordon not hurt as much. That's Latavius Murray. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely an opportunity there. Uh, Tyson Williams seemed to play okay on Monday, but yeah. uh, he didn't, he didn't get too much run um, after a certain point and they, mm-hmm. The Ravens also signed like every veteran running back available uh, for sure, for the most part. Um, but I do want to talk about Devonta Smith because um, he played, he did play great, didn't he? So he had eight targets, six catches, 71 yards and a touchdown. Yeah. Big rookie debut for Devonta Smith with the Philadelphia mm-hmm. Eagles. Can't imagine he's on anyone's waiver wire, but no, gosh, if he was, yeah, 92% rostered here on ESPN. But um, did you say that um, Will Fuller was going to be out again? Yeah, 
because he was supposed to come back from suspension this week and they said he's going to be out for personal reasons oh really yeah that just came out this morning i believe i didn't see that um jeez yeah dolphins floor out with personal issue wow interesting okay well hope he's okay um he has my support things happen for us said when they happen they're not part of normal every day it's a surprise from that standpoint he's dealing with it sounds like it's something he might not come back for for a little bit yeah it's uh, who knows it's it's very vague um but uh sounds serious um Um, so hey it's okay for devonta parker and um jalen waddle owners there Right. So uh, you, you'll have to tell me how Parker did because uh, I've got Waddle here, Jalen Waddle, four catches, 61 yards, a touchdown on five targets in week one. That's a 15.3 reception uh, yards per reception average, which uh, is pretty nice. Yeah. And he looked, he looked good out there. Uh, Devon, Devonta Parker had seven targets, four receptions, 81 yards, an average of 20.3 yards per reception. Um, there you go. Yeah, that's, that's pretty good. And then yeah. to a through 27 passes and he completed 16 for only 202 yards, uh, one touchdown. He had an interception and yeah, they played the Patriots who have a good defense and, and he ran a touchdown in as well. It, yeah, I think um, it'll be interesting to see that team against um, a defense that's not so hot. Like Buffalo, another good defense. You know, it'll be interesting to see what Tua can do against a defense that gives up yards. Um, do you, is there any point at this in this season where Tua puts up 400 yards in a game? No. Wait, he just has a low ceiling, doesn't he? I I think I think. He's not, he's athletic and he, he can throw the deep ball. He can get the ball down the field. He can run, you know, for touchdowns and, but he's not a playmaker like uh, Lamar Jackson or, or uh, Jalen Hurts. Like these guys are guys that can not only, or, you know, Russell Wilson, you know, these guys are can scramble, but also create plays, you know, improvise and do things. Whereas Tua doesn't seem like he's there yet. Maybe he will be, but yeah. like I don't see him making these spectacular plays that you see on Sports Center all the time. You know, right. he, he connects on the deep ball for sure, but I just don't know if he's, I don't know if he's in that level of like these rushing quarterbacks that can really dominate from week to week. I just don't know if he's there yet. Yeah, he's still, you know, I, I do want to leave room for the possibility of him getting better because I do feel like for sure a lot, of, a lot of people said those same things about Russell Wilson in his rookie year. Um, now, this isn't to his rookie year, um, but he still hasn't played a full season. And uh, yeah, I think he could get better. Um, sure. But yeah, he's just not exciting. But he's some, somehow so polarizing, I feel like. And he's, the fan, and he's the a lefty, which is Yeah, I think maybe that's um, what it is that makes him polarizing. And uh, that's, I know it might, might sound weird, but um, like we've, I think we might've talked about this before. <laughs> because he's a lefty, he's polarizing. 
I think maybe, right? I think that might be part of the argument because um, how many lefty you, quarterbacks how, have how we seen? We, we've how, broken this down before on this show. We've broken down the odds of being a lefty versus the odds of being a great quarterback if you're lefty. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, and we, I, I, well, I can't remember if we had anything conclusive. <laughs> Probably not. Probably but not. I think people think... <laughs> but I think people think that because he's a lefty, that is part of the reason why he's like more inaccurate or the receivers don't uh, run the right routes or the ball spins a weird way. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Do you think if his name was Mike Davis, he'd even be starting <laughs> on a team? <laughs> I think he probably would have been moved to running back. <laughs> Yeah, you would have never gotten the chance to play quarterback. Right. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> well, all um, right. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know what to think of him. I I, I know that yeah. uh I wouldn't be excited about being a Tua owner this year in terms of like, like you said, like 400 yards. I just don't see that. I don't see a lot of guys getting 400 yards this year in a game. Um but I think, you know, there's guys that can do it with, you know, passing yards plus running, rushing yards. Yeah, that can happen. I think. Yeah, I think he's a winner, you know, to uh, I think uh, and, and we're going to see that, too, uh, like Russell Wilson again. Like he's just I think he just knows how to win games in a way, maybe, in a way. Yeah. And maybe yeah. he can develop into that Russ, Russell Wilson type where once he gets right. really comfortable out there and gets a hang of what's going on and who he's playing with and everything. Yeah, maybe, I don't know. I just don't, I also don't feel that they have a top flight running back. Um, and I think that obviously helps too. Yeah. Well, unless he turns into a righty, he's never going to find that. Uh, he's gonna, never going to reach that ceiling. Uh, I don't <laughs> think that's going to happen then. Uh, all right. Um, well, I'm, I'm excited then, uh, especially for week two to see, uh, see what Jalen Waddle does against Buffalo guys yeah. fast. We talked about him in a, you know, another one of these rookie receivers who was pretty special. Um, oh, Adam, I, I want to track this Antonio Brown bet. Uh, I, or bet, I guess just, um, hot take, I guess from last episode, yeah. uh, calling, calling him the target leader of the bucks. I want to track that as we go this season. And uh, maybe, maybe I'm not going to be hundred percent right on it, but I feel pretty good after week one, even though he wasn't the target leader. Yeah. Who was, who was the target leader? I believe it was Chris Godwin. Oh, huh. He had how many? Let's take it. Let's dive a little deeper. Here. He had, it says he had 14 and Antonio Brown had half that with seven. That's correct. Gronk with eight Fournette with seven. Mm-hmm. Um, Mike Evans was six. I, yeah. It's going to be Godwin unless Godwin gets hurt. I think so. Yeah. And so I think that might've been baked <laughs> into my prediction a little bit. A week like, two, you're already conceding. Well, the guy, has the guy ever played 16 full games? He's played uh, 14 games, I think. I mean, but, uh, Antonio Brown's played a full season. I, I would argue he's done it. Um, and, you know, at least knows how to do it in the NFL. Um, yeah. He's older than I though. He's older. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, His head's on right. I'm, I'm fine with tracking it every week. Yard leader. He is the yard leader. If, if he's not, if he doesn't end up being the target leader, but he ends up being, oh, here, being the yard leader. The goalpost. Week two, we're already moving the goalpost. I'm just saying, I already said, I, I know I didn't win it, but I feel good about it. I don't even care. <laughs> if he ends up being the yardage leader and not the target leader, you can go fuck yourself. 
Oh, it's going to then next week, it's going to be something else, yards <laughs> per reception. And then next week, it's going to be, um, you know, uh, like uh, catches on the right <laughs> side of the field or some bullshit. Right. Um, yeah, well, I promise you that Gronk won't go eight uh, for 90 with two touchdowns again uh, in week two, or probably again all season. Um, that might have been his higher wa- high water mark, I think. I mean, it might be for sure, but like, I mean, I, I think he'll definitely have down weeks like he did kind of like last year, but I mean, he looked good out there. He looked a lot better he than he has in the last couple of years. Yeah, um, he really did. He looked fresh. Um, so we'll see. But yeah, I could definitely see him missing a handful of games too, because he usually yeah. does. Yeah. Um, and it, Antonio Brown, you know, he's been a pretty healthy guy in his career. If you got him uh, late, that was a great, a great move. Just a brilliant draft pick. Um, and uh, <laughs> I'm pretty much, I'm pretty sure I'm going to start him again here. Uh, home for Atlanta Sunday at four. I mean, why not? I mean, again, with Tom Brady, it's just like he spreads the ball around. I mean, just picture one of these great Patriots offenses and you got like one of the targets who happens to get downfield once in a while, who's a good athlete, you know, he's, We'll see. We'll ride it until until he's cold. The wheels fall off. <laughs> well, yeah. And I just like reuniting. Yeah. I just like reuniting with him as well. Like because I owned him for years as a keeper in this AB league. 84. Yeah, he'd be 84. It was a it was a great era. No, I mean he was amazing. Those yeah. those years he was having like 115 receptions and fifteen hundred yards and like eight or nine touchdowns. Like yeah. he was just yeah, he was incredible. But like those that was many, many years ago. It's going to happen again. Oh, boy. Those, <laughs> those seven targets. Uh, 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 the, the, one, the one person on my team that I'm a little like, and this was always like talking about Melvin Gordon, um, Juju Smith-Schuster, um, his yards per reception were up from last, you know, last year his yards per reception were pretty bad. This uh, this last game was 13 yards per reception, four receptions for 52 yards on eight targets. I just don't know. He's the only person in my starting lineup that I don't know week to week what I'm going to get from. Yeah, and, I think that's fair. Um, I, well, I was a little surprised that you were excited about uh, getting him. He was not on my radar this offseason at all. Um, I, 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 he's a great player for uh, athletic getting him where I got him. Um, And I've always wanted to have him on my team. Like, I feel like people think he's like over, he's 24. Oh yeah. He's very, very young. He's very young. I do feel like the, I do feel like Deontay Johnson's a good, really good player. I just think the hype on him got like super high on the off season. Deontay, uh, hold on, I'm just looking at the box score here. Deontay Johnson, 36 yards on 10 targets. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah, he dropped a lot of balls. Like the hype on him was, I think, a little overdone. Um, and I feel like Juju and Big Ben, they have a chemistry. They have played well together. Um, I mean, this first week, the Bills have a good defense. So, like, we'll see. But, like, I feel like that's the one f- flaw in my lineup where if I were to maybe like package him with Melvin Gordon, I could upgrade on my wide receiver potential yeah that's that's a, a a decent package uh i think you could send to someone for a team like maybe that's light on running backs especially 
Yeah. You know, where they feel like, okay, yeah, maybe I'm downgrading my wide receiver a little bit, but now I have some running back depth or I feel good about, there's definitely teams in our league that don't have very good running backs. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And it's always, you know, I feel like that's always a good trade chip. Because uh, yeah, I definitely. do feel like at a certain point, Melvin Gordon might take a back seat a little bit in Denver. Yeah, probably at some point. Um, you yeah. would think they drafted the uh, the young guy, Javante Williams. I'm um, sticking with that Steelers and Bills game. What happened with the Bills? They uh, they really just weren't very efficient. 51 pass attempts for Josh Allen uh, compared to 32 from Big Ben. So that could have been part of the problem over there with Big Ben, by the way. It's only 18 completions and... Part of that sounds like it might have been Deontay Johnson's fault, uh, which is uh, severe inefficiency. Maybe that's some rust or whatever, but uh, we'll see. Maybe, maybe Pittsburgh will get better there. Claypool didn't really do much. Three for 45 on five targets. So not. Yeah, it was definitely deep. a defensive game. Right. And uh, well, I mean, Buffalo tried to make it a, a shootout. You know, I mean, they they were playing from behind most of the game. Allen, 30 for 51, 270 one touchdown so he's kind of back to his um inaccurate ways it's one uh, game it's it one is game. it is and, and that's i will say the steelers defense is one of the better defenses in the league they were really good last year especially against the pass yeah um i do and like the bills have a very good defense too so i think it was just a defensive battle week one offenses you know maybe aren't completely on the same page that's all chalk it up to i wouldn't look too much into the offense on either side. I think he's done. I think Ooh. he's going. I think Josh Allen's going back to uh, to what he was the first two years of his career. After one game, after one game. Wow. <laughs> as as you were saying that, I was just thinking oh, I got to develop a hot take that where uh, just to get people enraged because I know the uh, the Bills <laughs> the Bills Bill mafia. mafia. <laughs> they're very. Uh, <laughs> they're very. <laughs> Yeah. You see that video of Bill's Mafia putting a little baby through a table, like a little mini table? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Like they had this like little baby all like bundled up and then they like gently like just like put it through this like little baby table. <laughs> well, let, let me commit to this uh, character for a minute here because uh, in 2018, Josh Allen played 12 games and his completion percentage was 52.8, threw for over 2,000 yards. In 2009, he played 16 games, 461 pass attempts, 58.8 completion percentage, 58.8 up from 52.8. Okay, so you see an upward trajectory there. Only 3,000 passing yards. 2020, 16 games, 572 pass attempts, 69.2 completion percentage for 4,500 yards. What the hell? And then the only game so far of week one in 2021, he had, uh, he was 30 for 51, 58.8, exactly the same number as 2019. Oh and uh, so what's more likely you tell me is, is the old Josh Allen back or, uh, or is this just one bad game? I think it's one bad game. I, I think, think the old Josh Dig- Allen's back. Diggs, Diggs was a little banged up and Tredavious white, Tredarius white. Yeah. Tredavious, I think. Yeah. Uh, was on him quite a bit. So, I mean, I'm going to chalk it or not the other way around. Uh, yeah. He's on the bills. Yeah. He's on the bills. I- I'm thinking of, uh just pittsburgh secondary in general is just pretty oh, solid okay. yeah yeah um 
So I, I, I'm talking it up to one game against a really good defense yeah, yeah. with your number one wide receiver a little banged up. Um, and we'll see uh, who they play this week. Let's take a look. Uh, the Bills are playing the Dolphins at 1 oh, p.m. Not a good defense. So we'll see. In Miami. Yeah, that should be good. Um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm mostly kidding with this uh, with this thing, but I do expect him to regress. I mean, if if I, I don't know what I would say to someone who expected him to get better than what happened last year. Um, that's not how I saw his career going, but just because the first two years were so, I don't know, and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm being hypocritical uh, using, using the anti-Tua argument that I used earlier, but I feel like we've seen more with Josh Allen and, uh, and he's not bad. And he, I mean, he looked amazing last year. So I expected that. I I think maybe he won't, maybe my prediction is he will be in the middle of last year and the year before, like he won't be as good as he was last year, but he won't be as bad and as inaccurate as he was in his first two years. I agree. I think that's looking at like there's a I think I I'll agree that I think maybe this year there'll be a little correction on him because especially now the the X is on their back you know they're a playoff team right you know and and they're they're you know they should win that division mm-hmm. so so I think now teams are going to really key in and see why he was so successful last year and try to take that away and I think that a big part of that will be trying to take away digs so we'll see yeah yeah we'll Pittsburgh see. did a pretty good job of it in uh mm-hmm. in week one digs didn't um didn't really do much you know alan with all those pass attempts uh still didn't really work for digs uh, only nine for 69 i mean nine catches great but 69 yards that's what you're looking at really 14 targets cole beasley eight for 60 13 targets is he vaccinated <laughs> i i guess he has to be right is that the oh. rule yeah i think so i guess he or, just did I guess he made that big stink and then I felt like, oh, well, or you can't play. And he's like, oh, uh, maybe he forgot. Maybe he has so much CTE. He forgot he did that whole thing. He's like, oh, what's this shot for? He's like, okay, yeah, sure. If I need it to play. They're showing him screenshots of his tweets. Yeah. He's like, I don't remember that. That wasn't me. <laughs> no, I think, uh, I, I think there might be a, a, a way to. He said he was going to retire. He, he did threaten retirement. Um, I think there might be a way to not get vaccinated, but to get tested every a couple times every week or something like that. So sure that's maybe that's what he's doing. Who knows? Maybe that's what. Yeah, because I think there were several players that were uh, not not as outspoken as Cole Beasley was, but um, who were definitely not vaccinated, like Kirk Cousins and people like that. Yeah. And uh, so Aaron Rodgers, what a stink fest he had in Week One. Yeah. Well, that was tough for you, huh? That was that was tough. I mean, luckily I didn't watch it too closely, but uh, it was um, just. I mean, and then on the opposite side, famous Jameis, five touchdowns. That was great. Yeah, I mean, Rogers just didn't him. get off the bus. I wanted to get him as my third quarterback, but he got drafted just before my pick, and then I went with Big Ben, uh, which I'm so happy with. But like, I really wanted to get him because. I mean, he's a good player. Like he just, he just had a, I think he in Tampa Bay, he was forced to just jam the ball, like, and throw the ball so much where he was getting tons of yards, but he was also throwing tons of interceptions. Um, but yeah. he looked really good. And with like a Sean Payton offense was sitting a year under Drew Brees and really learning that offense. Um, yeah. I think he could be a really, really good, like, you know, if you're in a two quarterback leagues, if he's your second quarterback, like, that could be exciting. 
Yeah, I mean, I and I think you would have drafted him as your third, um, ideally, which yeah, but is really now he's your second. Like even yeah. then, I'm still pretty happy with it. But if he's your third in a two quarterback league, or you know, if he's your backup, like and your you know one quarterback league, or even so that's maybe ideal. At, but I mean, maybe at this point, like who knows? Maybe he'll turn into a top fifteen quarterback and he'll be an everyday starter on your fantasy team. He could easily turn into your number one quarterback. Um, Yeah. So in our league, he was drafted in the 11th round, sixth pick in the 11th round. That was right around. uh, That was right where Popola took Jared Goff a few picks later. And I took Carson Wentz as my third quarterback. I think Goff was Popola's third as well. So yeah, we were thinking the same thing as you. He was drafted in the 11th round. In the what round? The 11th round in our league. Oh, maybe I drafted big Ben before him. Hmm, yeah, because I drafted Big safe. Ben at the at the in the ninth round. And oh, you did, think, you did. And then I think I, because I thought I didn't have a pick in the tenth round, but I did. It was the twelfth round. I didn't have a pick. Um, but hmm. at the time too, like obviously, you know, I I just felt Big Ben was a little safer there. Hmm. Um, I guess so. Yeah. yeah, was Ben your second quarterback or your third? Trevor Lawrence was my second. That's right. That's right. Which, hmm. which I'm, I'm excited about him. I think he's going to definitely go through growing pains, but I definitely think there's going to be, I don't know what ever happened to that defense, but it, it is terrible. So they're going to give up tons of points. He's going to have to throw the ball down the field a ton. And their wide receivers are pretty good. I like their wide receivers. So I, you know, I think he can potentially be, you know, have a pretty high floor every week because of that. And uh, let's take a look real quick. How many points he scored in, uh, in week one, Trevor Lawrence, yeah, 26 for me, 26 the- on the dot, 332 wow. passing yards, 28 for 51. Um, Not great. Stats resemble like a shootout, but uh, was kind of just, they were down the whole game. Uh, three touchdowns. That's cool. Uh, three interceptions. Not cool. He ran once for negative two. Yeah, 54.9 percentage completion percentage. So, so not great, but for fantasy purposes, you can you, you could do worse. In your first NFL game. Yeah, that's promising. Yeah. I just, yeah, yeah I, I guess I'm just very excited about Jalen Hurts. Yeah, Hurts was great. 267 for 35, a 77.1% uh, completion percentage. 264 yards, three touchdowns, zero interceptions, seven carries for 62 yards. Yeah. Woo. <laughs> yeah. Woo. I mean, that's, that's, if he can stay even remotely close to that, he's, you know, looking good. Yeah. Um, and he was another guy who, you know, he was getting drafted like later than Tannehill, you know, in a lot of drafts. Yeah. Like, I don't, was, I didn't exactly know why. In most leagues. Well, I think there, there's been, you know, they drafted him. They had once. So everybody just thought like he was going to be like a like trick play sort of quarterback, you know, where they could use him in all different ways. And then Wentz went down and he got thrown in there. And all of a sudden people are like, oh, he's like really good. But then people were like, oh, defense haven't been able to prepare for him. And then there was question marks in the offseason about him being the guy there. Small and sample then, size. Yeah. yeah and, the way they, that and then they didn't draft yeah. anybody. And they got Flacco as his backup. So we're like, okay, no, he's the number one there. And he comes out and plays like this. And I'm like, you know, 
yeah, he he could be really good for that. And like Doug Peterson, he's gone now, though, huh? Yes. Doug Peterson's gone. Who's their co- coach now? I don't remember. Oh, they but... got that offensive coordinator um, that everybody was after. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. We but um, but I mean, as long as they have a coach that knows how to use him. Yeah. Well, it's it went went really well in week one, so uh, hopefully it'll continue. Um, hopefully Aaron Rodgers bounces back home week two versus Detroit. You know, he usually crushes Detroit, so I would expect big things. This is a Monday night game too; is prime time. He just didn't seem ready to play last week. Uh, just like his his energy well, I mean, off, intensity. Off season, he was threatening retirement. So I don't how weird. Know. It is weird because, you know, then he came back and you would assume, you know, being Aaron Rodgers, he wanted to win. And maybe they just weren't on the same page. Yet. I think the Saints have a very good defense. Mm-hmm. I will say that. But, like, yeah, to be, like, beat down that bad is, like – but I do feel, I will admit, usually week one Aaron Rodgers isn't super sharp. Like, I remember the Bears playing them week one one year, and the first half he looked terrible – in the second half, he came back and was great, and they won, of course. Um, but uh, I do feel like sometimes, like the first game, Aaron Rodgers isn't sharp, yeah, and sometimes needs to settle in and get you because I don't think I mean, even though he's a you know he's a hard worker, he, he gets prepared and everything like that. I think he takes off season to rest. Like I don't know if he's doing much football during the off season compared to somebody like Brady, who's constantly is just engulfed in football all the time yeah. like you know yeah, he's rogers there, he's out there with what's her face you know you got that that, that actress pregnant yeah um, <laughs> yeah rogers just uh seemed like he wasn't ready for the speed of the game on no Sunday. he's just like he was th- talking about retirement yeah you i don't like his haircut either retirement is out there throwing balls <laughs> but so this is a concern then for his fantasy value um because maybe he just quits you know he's he is a guy like that he seems like a take your ball and i'm gonna take my ball and go home got a guy if things aren't going his way which you know we've talked about on these airwaves before um that you mentioned as really the only down part or one of the only down parts of having him as a fantasy owner and you see it you know he, he did it last year as well he bails in these games where uh they're losing they're definitely losing it's not like he doesn't pull a stafford in detroit where you know you're gonna have a fun fourth quarter you just you, you're just gonna actually see jordan love for a series yes, and that's what you happened. Know? it's like what the hell is going on so yeah, yeah so hopefully i think i think that'll turn around in a big way most likely on monday um but definitely something to keep your eye out eye out on uh maybe I mean, it doesn't i mean before the year before last year i had him and he wasn't that good yeah, he did not have that good of a year. So was maybe last year an outlier on like where his you know production is trending. <laughs> uh, the it, same thing like you did with Josh Allen. <laughs> well, I, 2019. Yeah, I picked it up. 2019 but, stats for Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> I picked up what you were doing, but uh, but I would say I would argue he has been that good before. Um, so I don't know. I mean, Absolutely. for him, it it seems like he's just kind of an emotional player. Um, and, uh, you know, as we said, he, he thought about retirement this off season. So he just wasn't, his head wasn't back yet. Um, hopefully it gets and back. back and will it get back? That's yeah. The will thing. it, yeah, do we do don't know, you know, they lose their first couple of games. Like, you know, do you think there gets to be a certain point where he's like, okay, I'm hanging it up. I'm not what I was before. I can't give this team. And then Jordan love is just their quarterback. 
I think at a certain point, like if they're like zero and eight or something like that, yeah, or if they're uh, like I, one I and go to zero and eight. I don't think so. If they're like three and ten, maybe if they're like mathematically uh, eliminated don't have to be that, that far down the season, you don't think they go zero and four and he's like, Ugh. no, no, because he can bring a team back. He knows that he's done that before. Um, if you want to yeah. talk completion percentage, we can, we can go over that. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Um, all right. So I, I, but I expect them to bounce back. It's, it is possibly doesn't. Um, but I think yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, if I was betting on it, I would bet for him to still have a good year. Um, yeah, maybe not, not like not top five, not top three. Like yeah, he was last year. in terms of fantasy, probably not like after top that 10, top, maybe top 10, maybe Oh, for sure. I mean, he's always in the mix. He's Aaron Rodgers. you know? Yeah. Um, I, what do you think about Brady? You think Brady's a top five quarterback again this year? In, in fantasy. Jeez. I, I would have to say the only way he wouldn't be is if, um, you know, there's a bunch of injuries to his team or, um, or, or yeah, or if he's injured or if um, even none of the other rushing quarterbacks with really high floors get hurt, like your uh-huh. Kyler Murray's and uh, Pat Mahomes uh-huh. and Josh uh-huh. Allen, you know, guys like that. Uh-huh. If they reach their ceiling, then I don't think Brady can necessarily get in the top five because he doesn't run. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you think – here's another thing I, I'm wondering. Do you think Lamar Jackson is ever going to be a top five fantasy quarterback again? Yeah, absolutely. Um, he's still a great player, and uh, I, I think he'll probably be that this year. Um, I think he'll be back. I, I think Baltimore's already got some real bad juju, though. Bad uh, – not Juju Smith-Schuster, but – bad vibes, um, tons of injuries, you know, back-to-back, uh, plays in practice to their, um, players went down Marcus Peters and JK Dobbins. And yeah. uh, then they, then they cancel practice, you know, so that that's gotta be like, just hold a weird cast over the, over that period of time, at least. And then of course they lost to Las Vegas on, on a walk-off. That was awesome. Yeah. Some very exciting, uh, especially the, the primetime game so far this season. Uh, that one being one of them, but yeah, I mean, he, he does, you know, we'll see when Bateman comes back. I want to see a healthy Rashad Bateman. Cause I think that it's a combination that could really work. I mean, Lamar Jacks, he's so fast. I think he'll be fine. Again, he's just got to maybe get a little more accurate as we go. He's got to get those weapons going, get into the groove a bit. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. So athletic. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, like I hope he is. The league's more fun when he's, you know, going off. Um, I just, I just don't know. I, yeah, I think he needs to get, you know, some of the people healthy before we can make an assessment. I think that guy Bateman's going to be really good. It yeah. could be really good for him. Um, Hollywood Brown looked good, big mm-hmm. one. So that's encouraging. Um, yeah, Andrews didn't do too much. So I don't know. No, what's... he didn't. And I feel like, you know, he had that one really good year. And last year he was fine. He was good. And he had some really good weeks. But I, I feel like I don't know what happened to that connection because they seem so locked in the year both of them did so well. Yeah. So I don't know what happened. I don't know if that's defenses trying to take him out of the game. I don't know what it is. Um, but Maybe. I think when, when yeah, Andrews plays, when, when Andrews has a really good game, usually that means Lamar Jackson had a really good game. Um, right. So we'll see. I, yeah. I do feel like the addition of Bateman and some other things could really, and once they finally get their running back situation figured out. Um, I think that can help. That's going to help too. 
Yeah, we'll Scammy Twatkins over there. Scammy, Scammy, in, Scammy, had a, Baltimore. Scammy had a good game. Yeah, he did okay. Good, Eight targets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, Mark Andrews. What do you think? What do you think of uh, Dershner spending all this money on this running back, Elijah? Uh, what's his face? On Elijah Mitchell. Elijah. Um, yeah. Well, he's a third round running back. Uh, so I think that's a, you know, if you take out the, you know, the idea that everyone expected sermon to be higher on the depth chart, like, you know, no one, none of us know, I guess. Um, I don't know what the hell happened there. Cause something with Ayuk too. He was, you know, he barely played. Brady yeah. Ayuk. Well, Ayuk was banged up coming into that mm-hmm. game. I believe. Okay. Yeah, I just don't know, but it seems like they really like Elijah Mitchell. There was a report that Sermon is going to be active in week two, and we know Mostert uh, actually had a serious injury, so I think he's out for, if not the season, eight eight weeks. weeks. Yeah, that's what they said. So I I think, you know, like, I think he's worth spending money, like waiver dollars on. I don't think he was worth spending because we have a 150 budget and he spent a little over $90 on him. Um, I think for like a speculative ad in terms of like, you haven't really seen him like have a huge breakout game or anything. Um, and in a situation where it's kind of muddled and there's other guys there, I, I felt like, and it's week after week one, I just felt like it was a lot of money. How many people do you think bid more than $75 for him without looking? In our league? Yeah. No one. Uh, incorrect, actually. Uh, Four people bid 77 or more dollars on Elijah Mitchell. Wow. Yeah. So a fourth of the league um, vehemently disagrees. No, I think, no, I think he's a, he's a running back who looked great in week one. Who's a rookie on San Francisco on a running game that works no matter who the running back is. And uh, I, just because people expect it to be sermon doesn't mean it's going to be sermon. For sure. For sure. And I guess that was my thing. Like when I was looking at him, cause I knew I'd have to spend, like, I wasn't, I was probably like around the $50 range for him, but I knew that wouldn't get him. So I just didn't even bother. I, you know, so. Um, yeah, that yeah. was kind of my strategy. I, I didn't necessarily want to go all in. I, I bid 35. Uh, we also had a $44 bid and uh, a, another $35 bid. So yeah. Clearly, the I, most that was, popular I think target. That was probably the range I was looking at. Um, yeah, I, I just, yeah, I guess I would want to know more about the situation before I spend all that money on him because there's definitely going to be guys down the road that you're going to know a little bit more about and say, like, okay, this is the guy here because, like, yeah. you know, they were definitely the clear number two. They're playing well as the clear number two, and the number one went down. Like, this is the guy there. Um, and I feel a little bit more comfortable with that, especially having a more of a sample size of games played. Yeah. And uh, I spent, he could be great. He could be great. Um, I spent 27 on Kenny Gainwell. Uh, 27 out of that 150. He did look pretty good. Also a rookie. He he had nine carries, 37 yards, a touchdown. That's a 4.1 yard per uh, rush average, two catches for six yards. But yeah. he played a lot. Yeah, I think uh, I mean, he's definitely the number two there. Um, he's definitely a good handcuff to Miles Sanders. Miles Sanders looked really good, too. Um, I mean, he's the guy there. But, uh, yeah, I don't think it's a bad pickup. I don't know if I would have spent that much on him. Um, but I guess if I was a Miles Sanders owner, 
I would have maybe done that. Yeah, I spent the most. Uh, there was a couple other bids for 18. I spent 27. Um, but yeah, it seemed and someone else bid five, a couple other $5 bids. But so yeah, it was me and one other person bidding on Gainwell, basically. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think I think he, he so he got about half of the work Sanders got. Yeah. Um, you know, Sanders expected. For right. Him. I like Sanders. He's uh, been around as his third season in the league. He's been pretty healthy. Um, he hasn't got a ton of work throughout his career yet. He was, he was a little disappointing last year. I know a lot of people like I, me included in other leagues where I drafted him. I was like, man, wish I wouldn't have gotten him. Uh, but I do think he's going to be more of a focal point um, with Jalen Hurts. I, they seem to have like a good rapport he seems to like playing with Jalen Hurts. Um, I remember there being reports like when Jalen Hurts took over last year that Miles Sanders yeah. was very excited about that. And that makes a difference too. You know, when you're excited about playing with a guy, you, you know, you, you do more, you learn more, you take extra reps in practice to make sure that, you know, you and that player can be the best. Yeah. Um, and he did really well with, uh, with Hurts last year. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. so this, this could be a new, Miles Sanders, we're seeing um, 15 for 74, three catches for 23 yards. Um, but if he gets hurt, man, can he gain well? Yeah, your boy. You okay over there? <laughs> yeah. Uh-uh, uh-uh. <laughs> um, um, yeah, I, 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 didn't, I didn't spend any money on anybody this week. I got, a, I got my second defense, which I know you hate. <laughs> uh, but I, I I didn't want to give up on the Ravens defense quite yet, and they play Kansas City this week. Mm -hmm. So I dropped uh, Randall Cobb because I don't know if he's going to be a big part of the offense like I thought he would be. Um, so I dropped him for uh, the Cardinals D, which played really well last week, and they're um, I think they have a decent matchup this week. All right, um, we're, we're not breaking down defenses for Christ's sake. Uh, <laughs> the show's over oh, I knew it I knew it <laughs> you knew I was going to bring the end of the show yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. they're playing Minnesota Kirk Cousins oh shut up alright everyone thanks thanks for listening go get the we, uh, we really appreciate it get Kenny Gainwell <laughs> <laughs>